Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Mr. Speaker Speaks. You know, it is the podcast that informs. It not only informs, but it challenges and it inspires. And today we're going to do the segment entitled What's Going On? Because, you know, this podcast is real talk from real people about real things. And it's also the show where the guests themselves get to speak. I have a full house on today, but you know, you can check me out on the internet at vincenttedwards.com or you can join my online community at vincentondemand.com. It's there you can get exclusive access to trainings, videos, and more. It's where I can help you pivot into your purpose with power and precision. Before we get started today, I'd like to really give a shout out to my sponsor, Serious Web Solutions. You know, on the website at SeriousWebSolutions.com, you can give them a call at 850-597-1707. Also, if you're in need of some barber services, men, check out my barber, Dante, over at Blades Barbershop. If you're here in town in Tallahassee, off of Lake Bradford Road, 2202 Lake Bradford Road road so you can check that out it is this is just awesome i have a house full and you know i'm by myself i'm this sole male survivor i got all these women on the show today dr gilmore lady sandra cooper kimberly sister wilcox and dr lefevre so you know i'm by myself so i'm gonna have to hold hold on but you know how we do it here on mr speaker speaks we always open up with a prayer and then a scripture. And we're going to be blessed to have our prayer today by Dr. Argatha Gilmore. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Let us pray. So precious Father, we're so grateful tonight for this opportunity to come into your presence. As we come together as one, we want to first honor you and who you are. You're great. You're mighty. You're altogether lovely. And we're so grateful for an opportunity to share tonight and to give your name praise, glory, and honor. God, we ask you tonight if you would also come and be with us. We invite you into our discussion. We invite you as we share. We thank you for the opportunity to partner with you. And so, God, we pray, we pray now that you bless the listeners that will hear us, that they will hear a word, that they will hear something that will encourage their hearts and motivate their spirits to go higher than where they are. And God, we thank you for those who have come together tonight with Mr. Speaker. We pray, God, that you would just embrace us with your mighty presence. And as you do this, we promise you, we will not share your glory nor your praise, but we will declare to everyone we know that you did it. And it is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. 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 Thank you for that wonderful prayer to open us up. Uh, the motivational passage of scripture today comes from the book of Titus, Titus 2. We got the women's convention coming up. So we're in Titus 2, verses 3 and 4. The aged women likewise, that they may be in behavior as becoming holiness, not false accusers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children. And I'm going to stop right there. Can we talk about a women's conference today that's going to be happening? We're going to find all about it. But I have so many guests today, but I'm going to introduce the jurisdictional supervisor for Western Florida, Dr. Agatha Gilmore. She was raised in Wabasso, Florida, outside the city limits of Vero Beach, Florida. So good to have native Floridians. You know what I'm saying? We have all these transplants. I'm a native Floridian myself. She holds a bachelor's uh, uh, science degree in criminology from Florida State and a master's in public administration from Florida A&M University. Y'all know that university that sits on the highest seven hills here in Tallahassee, Florida, for all my listeners. She's a graduate of Harvard um, University, uh, John F. Kennedy School of Government, state and local executive program and she was also selected to attend the fbi national academy where she graduated in the 214th session she obtained her doctorate of strategic leadership foresight degree on march 23rd from regent university she was employed with the tallahassee police department where she was promoted through the ranks and became the first african-american female captain in 1999 she retired 
after 25 years of service. And I can go on and on, but welcome to the show, Dr. Gilmore. Um, Lady Cooper, who are you? Give us a little bit of information about you. And then Kimberly and Sister Wilcox and then Dr. LaFaver. We'll go in that order. It's a little bit of clockwise on my screen. Go ahead. Good evening, Mr. Speaker. It is a pleasure to be with you on this podcast on this evening. I am Lady Sandra Cooper. I am the First Lady of New Testament Church of God in Christ in the big old city of Alachua, Florida. We have been pastoring there for the past 16 years. It's a small city, but we have a big heart and want to do a big work. And so I am excited, hallelujah, about what God is doing. Um, that's just a little bit about me. I won't take up all the time, Mr. Speaker, because you know I could go on and on. I know you could, and we're going to have a lot for you to talk about. All right, Kimberly, who are you? Got to unmute yourself. We can't hear you in silence. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I'm, my name is Sister Kimberly Willis. I'm not a native Floridian. I hail from Cincinnati, Ohio. And um, I uh, came here after I retired from the University of Cincinnati after 34 years. And um, I'm a member of Watson Temple. I've been there for almost a year now. And I am super excited about the upcoming convention, 59th Women's Convention. I count it an honor and a privilege to be on the planning uh, for the planning for this. And um, I just feel like Tallahassee will not be the same after this is over. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. All right. Sister Wilcox. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Speaker. Oh, wow. It is so good to see you and hear you. I tell you, I miss you so much. But I am Erica Wilcox. I am a member of Integrity Church of God in Christ. And I serve as the elect lady in the jurisdiction. And I'm just really excited about this convention coming up. And, and just, I mean, my mind is just can't even comprehend all the things God is just getting ready to do here at this convention in Tallahassee. Tallahassee, get ready, get ready, get ready. I'm telling you, the glory of God, we're in expectation for a high, high, high time. And Mr. Speaker, I know you know, we've done a lot of shouting together. So I know you know about a high time. Oh, yes, indeed. I'm excited. It's excited about this. I got to get me some Hammond tracks for all these types of uh, podcasts to play in the background. Oh, Dr. LaFaver. Mr. Speaker, thank you so much for having me on tonight. Uh, my name is Alicia LaFaver. I am a Florida native. South Florida, hell from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Oh, and no, I attended Fort Lauderdale in the house. Fort Lauderdale in the house. I attended the best university in the city of Tallahassee, and it is the Florida State University, home of the mighty Seminoles. Um, so thank you so much for having me on. We are immensely excited about our women's convention. We've been praying. We've been believing God. We've been planning. And I'm just happy to be here to talk about it. Oh, well, I'm so happy to have y'all on. So I'm going to have to go with you. You know, I'm from Fort Lauderdale, too. That's I was, I'm a native Floridian, born in, in the no, Papano Beach, Florida. But my family moved to, <laughs> to move to Fort Lauderdale. And, you know, I went to University of Florida first. But my degree is from Florida State, you know, so I'll just put that. But I did a lot of work on the other side, on the hills. I did a lot of work with the sports teams there. So um, I welcome everyone to Mr. Speaker Speaks, and this is a segment uh, entitled, you know, what's going on? So we're going to talk about what's going on here. But Dr. Gilmore, I'm going to just ask you, because my listening audience, they see your title out there, Jurisdictional Supervisor. Y'all know we have some titles in good old Church of God in Christ. What is a Jurisdictional Supervisor, and what does she do? Very good question, Mr. Speaker. So the Church of God in Christ, we have 6.5 million at minimum of uh, congregants all over the country, 112 countries. Okay, let me start over. All over the United States of America and 112 countries, we have the Church of God in Christ. And so the Church of God in Christ, we have a presiding bishop and we have a 12-member general board. And then we have a general supervisor who is a woman uh, that's over all of the women of the Church of God in Christ. Now, that hierarchy is the highest in the Church of God in Christ. Then it comes down to the state level. The state level now has a jurisdictional bishop and a 
jurisdictional supervisor. So it mirrors the international church. And so that means over part of the state we call Western Florida, we have, because there are about eight or so jurisdictions in the state of Florida. Western Florida jurisdiction is one of the eight jurisdictions in the state of Florida. And that is where I serve as a jurisdictional supervisor over the women within our part of the jurisdiction. Our bishop, of course, is Bishop Willie J. Matheny. And so we have churches from Orlando all the way up here to wonderful Tallahassee, Chattahoochee, all the way to Jacksonville. And uh, so we're just here covering the entire uh, state of Florida the Church of God in Christ, where we have parts of it in the Western Florida jurisdiction. So my role as a jurisdictional supervisor is to lead the women uh, in the Western Florida jurisdiction, whether it's training, uh, spiritual uh, maturity. Uh, and so all of that encompasses a jurisdictional supervisor. My oversight is to ensure the growth of the women of our jurisdiction. Well, so who are all these ladies that you have surrounding you today? Oh, wow, Mr. Speaker, I am so, so super excited. excited. You know, this is it. Uh, the Lord said to Joshua, 32,000 is too many. So sometimes you have to get all the way down to 300. Jesus even had an inner circle as well. You remember Peter and John, you know that. And so these ladies that I have here, these are the women that I can count on. Lady Cooper, my personal assistant who helps with my calendar uh, registration, a treasure and all of that. Sister Willis, she came in from Ohio. Oh, that's another whole story. We don't have even time to share how she connected with us. Didn't know us from anyone, right? But got on a ship with us and we went sailing on a women's retreat and a cruise, right? She didn't know us, heard about it, came and joined us, and now she's a part of us. That's the story about itself. And so she also assists uh, with the registration of our women's convention. Uh, we have Evangelist Wilcox, as you already heard. She's our elect lady in the evangelism department, and she's been helping us also with our registration. Registration. Dr. LeFevre, who I lean heavily on all of them, Dr. LeFevre is the dean about licensing and credentialing. As you're aware uh, that women in the Church of God in Christ, when they've been called to go beyond their local church, they are credentialed. So Dr. Faber, who's also a professor at Valencia College in Orlando, she's the dean of our licensing and credentialing uh, for the women's department. She ensured that they go through the training and then they're prepared to go through the testing to receive their, their license to serve as uh, one of our credential I will call evangelists and missionaries in the Church of God in Christ. And also she wears many hats over our women's ministry, aged from 18 to 52. She has oversight of that ministry as well. So I would have to tell you, they wear many hats. They're probably saying, uh, that's not all I do. That's not all I do. I'm sure they're saying that. And that is so true. I can call upon each of these women and they're just operating the spirit of excellence. I'm so blessed to have them as part of my team. Excellent. So we're here today to talk about the 59th Women's Convention, which will be held here in Tallahassee, April the 11th through the 14th, 2023. I do believe that Watson Temple Institutional Church of God in Christ. And so it's all about women, our, our mission made possible. Dr. Gilmore, what's one challenge you have or you've had to overcome when it comes to leading women? Well, one of the things that we I found in leading women is that encouraging them that they can be better and grow higher than where they are. It was certainly not um, a hard task because once your eyes are open, uh, that is to show that you do not have to stay where you are. And that is when you're pulling up a woman, woman to walk beside you uh, and making sure that they know that they're encouraged to go to a place where God wants them to be, I think the greatest challenge is ensuring that I'm not pushing too hard, I'm embracing more, but at the same, I am pushing. So 
you can see the tug there that goes on with that. And I think that's one of the greatest um, challenges that I can have as a leader to ensure that I am placing people, as uh, the book says, you know, from good to, to great, putting the right person in the right seat on the bus so we can move forward. And I think that is one of the challenges to ensure that there, it is an inclusive ministry. And uh, that's what we try to do to ensure that it is an inclusive ministry, no matter the age or no matter the talent, but it is inclusive. And I'm going to throw this question out there for anyone other than Dr. Gilmore to answer. When you look at today's world and social media and everything's online, so much access to information, so many conventions, so many conferences, what makes this particular conference, it's the 59th, it's, it's every year, what makes this particular conference different from all the others? Uh, oh, it looks like Evangelist Wilcox is talking. Can you unmute for me, please? Yes, Mr. Speaker, I, I truly believe in my heart that um, this conference is just something special. I, um, in the beginning when we first started, you can just see the, 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 the vision, and you could feel the vision that God was giving to our supervisor. And I, I just kept just feeling in my spirit, it was like, God, you're downloading things to her and you're loading them to us. So I just feel like this conference is so, I mean, it is so God-given, God-divine. It's that it is just going to be so powerful and it's so and, and the things that he's been downloading to her they've just been very unique things different things that we've been doing like the the, the journals that we've been writing just the different things she's been incorporating in this conference it's been very unique it just hadn't been just a just a regular old conference so i really feel like you know that this is going to be something special that god has divinely placed and set in order for this 59th Women's Convention to be in Tallahassee. Okay, go ahead. If I can piggyback, Mr. Speaker, uh, this convention is definitely like no other. Uh, we've always um, involved community, but this time when God downloaded in Supervisor Gilmore this vision for the community, it is like none other, uh, particularly in reference to our table of kindness, that vision that God gave to her, and when she began to share it with us, you could just picture it and see uh, what God had um, uploaded in her for the table of kindness to invite the community, the people from the community that had been through some uh, uh, trying times in their lives. And we just want to bring them in there and show them love and how the community as a whole is on board with this 59th Women's Convention. So we know that it is God and it's like no other. It's 59th and it's a different, uh, a different convention, but it's definitely uh, God-inspired for the community to be involved. She got that vision. She gave it to us and we began to see it. And the community just grabbed hold of it and just bought into the vision. So it's going to be fantastic. And Mr. Speaker, if I can just add one more thing, um, you know, we've heard of T.D. Jakes and Megafest, and I like to think of our women's convention as the Megafest of Florida, because we have something for everybody. Uh, we have something for millennials, for baby boomers, uh, for women, even the men are a part of our women's convention. And so you say, how is it different from any other women's convention? Because it's inclusive to everyone, every age group every ministry. Oh, I like that inclusiveness. And, and I, I love the way you talk about the vision from leadership, because with any organization, um, it rises or, or falls based upon leadership. You know, a leader can only take you as high as they are. And so in looking at this lineup, Y'all seem like y'all got some heavy hitters. Dr. Gilmore, let's talk about this, uh, this opening night of, of this conference. Who, who you got coming on the platform? What is this all about? And how you got that kind of connection? Talk to us, Dr. Gilmore. Mr. Speaker, we are absolutely blown away. We have the Karen Clark Sheard of the, of the world-renowned 
Clock Sisters, who is going to kick off our convention Tuesday night, April 11 at 7 o'clock p.m. Not only does she sing, she's a uh, Grammy Award, how many, many other musical awards that she has, but this woman of God knows how to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so on Tuesday night, April 11 at 7 p.m., she is going to kick off our convention. Wow, Tallahassee, as you already heard, will never be the same. All the way from Detroit, Michigan. Now, not only is she uh, one of the clock sisters that we all know, right? Um, but she is the first lady of the Church of God in Christ worldwide. This is our presiding bishop's wife. And so I'm telling you, this woman of God is going to speak into the lives of Tallahassee. And so I'm just so happy that she is coming and she's gonna be here in Tallahassee. And I'm telling you, Tallahassee and to the surrounding cities, you don't wanna miss Tuesday night because not only is God gonna rock the house at Watson Temple, he is going to rock Tallahassee uh, with First Lady Karen Clockshear. My, my, my. So uh, if you could sum this conference up in one word, you know, I, I want you to look forward, forward, you know, um, Covey says, uh, begin with the end in mind. So we're, I'm taking you to post-conference right now and looking back how would you sum this conference up in one word right now? How would you sum it up? And I'm going to start with Dr. Lefebvre. How would you sum this conference up? It's already taken place because we want to build excitement for it, but it's already taken place. And so now we're projecting backwards. How would you sum this conference up in one word? Can I explain my word? <laughs> well, <laughs> Ain't that like somebody in ministry and you give them 10 minutes, they'd be like, what the with you? <laughs> yes, you can go ahead and define your word. Uh, the first word that comes to mind is groundbreaking. And the reason why I say that is because this is the first year we're in Tallahassee, Florida. But there's so much that, we, that we've done that we don't really don't even have the capacity for everyone to, to come. And so I believe that this is just the start of something that is going to take off. And is going to, as supervisor says, sometime we're gonna rock the city. All right. So in the post conference, you know how they do the interviews after the game. Oh, this conference was groundbreaking. So that's what they're gonna say. All right, all right. I, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, Evangelist Wilcox, what's your one word to sum up this conference? My word is divine. Divine. I mean, orderly, divine, and. And I know I just got one word, but I just, the other thing that I just think of is mission made possible. I mean, just a divine, and it was divinely done through God's giving the vision to the leader and the leader just following through with it. I mean, it, you know, I, I know it hasn't been easy for her. She has really worked and it has been some, there has been challenges, but at, when we get to the end of this, we're going to be saying, Divine. God be the glory. Divine. That's your one word. All right. All right. I gave you a few more words. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Sister Kimberly, sum the conference up in one word. I thought um, my one word would be exciting because it's like even during the meetings, the planning meetings, and we break out into our teams and, uh, you know, to plan for each segment. Um, I feel excitement, excitement in the air, ex excitement, you know, just just plain excitement. I mean, it's like, I just feel like God is going to show up and, and just bless us in a mighty way. And I just can't wait. And I know that if you join us, I know that you'll never be the same again. It, it's, it's, it's exciting. I'm looking forward to it myself. Lady Cooper. Thank you. Mr. Speaker, <laughs> my one word, phenomenal because there are so many extraordinary things that's going to be going on in this convention. Phenomenal is Phenomenal. my word. 
All right. Phenomenal. So, so Dr. Gilmore, they've given us one word. I'd like for you to walk us through each day of the conference. Give us some highlights. You know, give me the commercial. I'm sitting in front of my television. I'm trying to make a decision. You know, it's Tuesday night. Well, I need to go out there. It's Wednesday night. I need to go. You know, them church folk, all they want to do is raise some money. But give me something out there to, to wet my whistle to say, forget about all that. You need to be at the 59th women's convention well tuesday night if i had one word i would say yoke breaking that's a hyphen mr speaker yoke breaking all right one word yoke breaking because when you hear lady karen clark shear and the music ministry and the testimonies and feel God's presence in the house, there will be no yoke chain of feather that can stand under the presence of God that will be in the house, yoke breaking. Wednesday, Wednesday night, and we're highlighting the night services right now. Wednesday night, I would simply say reclaiming. Why is that? Because we're going in the atmosphere and we're reclaiming our city. And that's why we're asking all of our churches to come together. Dr. Judy Mandrell will also be the speaker on that night and the word that she will breathe. Also asked Prophet uh, Otis Young to come, and he also will speak a declaration over our city. Pastor Joe Davis, he will be the presider of that service, and you know there is anointing on his life. There is no spiritual warfare that we cannot handle for Wednesday night. Thursday night, your humble servant, I will be ministering the word. And we have declared on that Thursday night that there will be a healing and a deliverance service. You need a miracle? Come. I don't care whether it's Tuesday night, Wednesday, or Thursday night, but we have an expectation of John, the fifth chapter, when that man was by the pool and Jesus asked him that question, aren't you tired? Don't you want to get well? And that man asked, was looking for a certain season when the water would be moving. I just want to let you know that Thursday night is that certain season when the water will be moving and the presence of God will be there. And then, of course, on Friday evening, you heard Dr. LaFaber said, talked about all ages. And that Friday evening at six o'clock, we're going to be honoring and looking at, at our young people. They will be on spotlight from three years old to five years old to 10 years old to 12 year old. We're embracing our young people. And so what we're doing, we're calling that spotlight of our young people that the devil does not have all of our children. And then that Friday evening will be culminating with our bishop, Bishop Willie J. Mathene. And I do believe that he has a word from the Lord. There is no way that you can come during the night services and even during the day service. The day services, we will have workshops and we will have powerful speakers doing that. Guess what we're going to have also on Thursday? Thursday, before we get to the luncheon, our mothers in ministry will be ministering. Mr. Speaker, I want to pause for a moment and talk about the supervisor's luncheon that we're calling Table of Kindness. May I please, sir, talk about the vision of that? Please go ahead. So the Table of Kindness is such a God-breathed vision, where, as I mentioned earlier on, and you heard us talk about, this is not just for us as saints, but it is for families. And so the Lord placed it on our hearts that there are people out there in the community who love one who's tragically been taken away from there through murder and someone has taken their lives. And so what we want to do, we're inviting those people who loved one has been taken from their life specifically by homicide. Someone has taken their life through some heinous act. And so the Lord gave this to us, the table of kindness. And it's come from the Bible when David said to Ziba, Ziba, is there somebody in Jonathan's house that I can show kindness? And so Ziba said, Mephibosheth, if you remember Mephibosheth, 
he was dropped by his nurse who was running for their lives. And when he was dropped, he became lame at the age of five years old. Five years old, he became lame in both feet. And so David said, go get Mephibosheth and bring him to my table that he might eat continually. And so can you see Mephibosheth coming to David's house? Either he was carried or he was limping to the table. And that's what we're having at the table of kindness. Those persons who've lost someone, we can either carry them or they're limping and they're going to come and be a part of us. And so we've asked the community, buy a sponsor a table, but leave two chairs empty because we're going to put two family members to sit at that table that we're going to love on them and show them kindness. We don't want to talk about the tragedy unless they want to talk about the tragedy. But at those tables, right, we're going to put those families like a Mephibosheth who might be crippled in their heart, who might have to be carried, but they're coming and we're going to have this luncheon at Governor's Club, one of the most beautiful, elegant, uh, uh, restaurants in the city of Tallahassee, and we're going to love on them. So we're going to have law enforcement, as you can see. You can see. The sheriff is going to be the speaker, Sheriff Walt McNeil. We're going to have our faith community. We're going to have our uh, community leaders that would be there, our convention delegates. All of us are coming to show kindness to the people who have lost a loved one with a tragic act that have left a hole in their heart. And so this table of kindness is going to be the start. It is an inaugural, and we're going to have it every year that we're going to show kindness to those families who who lost someone in a very tragic way. Mr. Speaker, this is so God-given. This is so God-breathed. And I am just saying to this community who are listening to your podcast, you don't want to miss this move of God because there are times when the visitation of God happens to a city, they miss the move of God. Go ahead and check out the Bible because when Jesus came in on Palm Sunday in a triumphal entry, they miss that Jesus had visited the city. Oh, Mr. Speaker, I can go on and on and on. But listen, we're excited because God is already moving in Tallahassee. Thank you so much. All right. So we have the 59th Women's Convention held at Watson Temple Institutional Church of God in Christ located at 665 West Brevard Street here in Tallahassee. So is it, I mean, I know the nightly services are free, but what about the workshops during the day? Is there conference registration? What are the costs? And how can people find out more information about that? I'm going to ask Dr. LeFevre if she would go ahead and share the, the uh, daytime sessions and give you that information. Absolutely. Uh, on Wednesday, we have empowerment workshops, as you can see on the screen. Um, and these will be workshops to reveal, uh, refresh and renew our service, not only in our churches, but in our community as well. Um, as you can see, our theme is our mission made possible. And so Wednesday, we're going to come to receive information to be equipped and empowered on how to be effective, um, not only in the Church of God in Christ, but even abroad and, and in our communities. On Thursday, as uh, Dr. Gilmore mentioned, uh, we will have uh, the Table of Kindness service. But something is so special that's happening on, on, um, on Thursday morning. We're hearing from the mothers of our jurisdiction. Um, these women who have been a source of, of knowledge, uh, of, of, of information, of wisdom that we can go through. And so we're excited about our topic. It is our mission made possible through women ministry traditions, the unleashing of hidden power. And so we're talking about some of those women ministries sometimes that that fly under the radar sometimes that we don't talk about so much because, you know, Mr. Speaker, I'm sure you know that ministry extends beyond the pulpit. But there are some powerful women in our church who has done tremendous work that sometimes will never be acknowledged. And so we're unleashing the hidden power of those women ministries. So you don't want to miss that as we hear from our, uh, our mothers on Thursday. 
And then on Friday morning, um, there are two things that are happening. Actually, we're going to have our leadership conference. So if you are a leader in the city of Tallahassee, uh, we want you to come out at 10 o'clock a.m. Um, to get those, those skills, that knowledge, that information that you need to be an effective leader. But then also we're going into our afternoon service at 12, where we'll hear from the women in ministry. Um, that's one of the ministries that I lead, women who are 18 to 52. And so I'm calling all millennials. I'm calling all of those ladies who are are millennials and we want you to come out. We're going to have, as you see here, a Friday explosion. We're going to hear from several women who have powerful ministries. Um, Dr. Gilmore talked about how we train women in our church uh, to be effective. Mr. Speaker, we're not just giving people license and just having them go out there and do anything, but we're training them on, on the skills that they need to be effective and to do the work of the Lord. And so we're going to hear from them on Friday. And as she mentioned, we're going to hear from our youth as well. And then we have something there called the Banner March. And that will allow all of our auxiliaries or all of our ministries in the jurisdiction to be on platform. As I said, this is the Mega Fest of Florida. And everybody, all ages, all groups will be there. And so we'll be on display Friday. So you don't want to miss Friday. This is a powerful packed conference. I mean, convention, got a lot going on, got a lot going on. I know it took a lot of planning, a lot of hard work, a lot of behind the scenes. Let's talk about this an inspirational journal writing workshop. What is this all about? Or oh that oh that was something that happened previously oh, oh okay that was still on the site there okay no but, no we want to talk about the journal the journal has got to be talked about I was okay. waiting for one of them to jump in so I'm gonna find out which one of y'all want to jump in and talk about that Dr. Lefebvre. Gonna yeah. let, we're gonna let Dr. Little continue on oh, <laughs> wait a minute y'all all get scared they just sitting back there. <laughs> Oh, no, they can talk about it. They, they definitely can talk about it. Um, our inspirational journal is another vision that the Lord gave Dr. Gilmore. And Mr. Speaker, if you've heard of Priscilla Shire, you've heard of T.D. Jakes, you've heard of Joel Osteen and all of these wonderful individuals who have daily devotionals. This is the devotional for the Western Florida Jurisdiction Women's Department. Now, we are just compiling these journal entries, but we have people from all over the United States who have given submissions. And this will be something that you can pick up if you want to be inspired, if you want to read about a testimony of deliverance. If you just want to open something that will just help you to go into worship or praise, we have um, entries that just speak of the goodness of the Lord. And then we have journal entries or devotionals specifically designed for men called Brother to Brother Empowerment. And so we've been designing this inspirational journal, something that will be a benefit to someone. Listen, you might pick this journal up 10 years from now and be blessed by something that someone wrote down. You might pick it up uh, 20 years from now and be blessed by something that someone has submitted. And so we're excited about this because this is the vision that the Lord has given Dr. Gilmore. We've taken it and we run with it. It will be printed and it will be available for purchase. So you have to come to the Women's Convention if you wanna get it, but it will be available and we're excited about it. And we believe that everyone who, who obtains this, this journal will be blessed. Will there be opportunities to obtain the journal um, by ordering it online if they're not able to be at the Women's Convention? I believe we can certainly make that possible. All right. So what Mr. if I'm Mr. Speaker, can I quickly add this about the journal? This is uh, our inaugural. So next year, when we're doing our inspirational journal, we're hoping that you would place an entry in as well. Because we do have, don't you, Dr. LeFebvre, you want to talk about the uh, uh, men-to-men empowerment part of the, uh, of the journal? Yes. So the men-to-men empowerment um, is specifically designed for men. And so we have men who have written submissions to encourage other men. And sometimes, you know, men may not have that platform where they can share certain things. And so we have given them that platform to be able to share. And from this, 
you know, mentorship may come from reading these submissions. There may be a young man who might read something that's been submitted, who might want to connect. So we're using this as a ministry tool to connect those men from all around the world. Well, most definitely go ahead and count me in. Just let me know what I need to do, when I need to do it, where I need to send it to, because I'm all about helping people reach their potential and inspiring individuals, because I'm only here because others have helped me. Can I inject in, Mr. Speaker? Go right ahead. Yes, I wanted to add also that um, there we also had in the journals where leaders have been writing their testimony uh, words of encouragement on how starting their ministries and the different things that they, the challenges that they had in starting ministries as God had led them and, and how God had just brought them through that process of, you know, starting their ministries. All right. So what if I'm out of town and I can't make it? Can I watch? Can I see? Is it going to be streamed? Is there a cost? You know, because I might be from Ohio or somewhere and can't make it. You know, I'm messing with that person from Ohio there because I I do believe they took a, a national championship away from my Miami Hurricanes back in the day. I ain't going to bring it up, but, you know, <laughs> they took a championship. I just had to mess with Ohio from that. That's Sister Kimberly. But if I'm out of town, how can I check out the conference yes sir you can view live from our facebook page and you can see that information uh, there on the screen we will have our services streamed for the afternoon and evening service but i want to tell you this is nothing like being in the building it's nothing like being in the sanctuary as um, dr gilmore mentioned sister kimberly came all the way from ohio to the state of florida and connected with us and her life has been completely changed. And so I know some people just cannot be there. And if you can't be there, please join us on the live. But if you can make it, there is nothing like being in the house of God and amongst the people of God. And as we've said, I believe that if you make it here, that your life will be changed for the better. Most definitely. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Oh, you can find out more information about this wonderful conference at www.wfdow.com. Com. That's WFDOW.com. That's where you can find out all the information, get in depth, get a, a better overview of what's going on. I am just so excited about this, everything that's going on. And so why should I come as a man to the women's conference? to the convention. I keep calling it a conference, but a convention. Y'all got so much stuff going on. It's like a full-blown three, you know, week conference, like the like the big, uh, those, those IT conferences and stuff like that. So why should I, as a man, come to this conference? Well, I'll start, and then I'll let Lady Cooper take over after I finish. Um, well, first of all, if, if, if Argatha Gilmore was talking and not the supervisor, I would say because I come to the men conference when they're having a conference. I just wanted to start right there, right? Okay. All right. Hey, hey let's be real. Hey. This is real talk. This is real talk. This is real talk. But for some reason, when we say women's conference, men get this amnesia, get this something going on in their brain that this is only for women. No, sir, but thank you for that very, very important question that you asked. Why should I come uh, as, a, uh, as a man uh, to this conference? There is no respect of persons with God when his presence comes in the house. When he fall, when his presence come, right? Oh, everybody's going to be blessed. And I certainly want to be under the umbrella when God's mighty presence comes in and does a shift in the house. And so there's male, not female in the eyesight of God. He created all of us in his image. And so when he, for all of God's saints get together, there's nothing like hearing a man's voice in the house. Let me say that one more time. There's nothing like hearing because God did give the man for our covering. And so if nothing else but the feel that you are covering us while we all are enjoying Jesus. And who knows? 
knows? Who knows? Isaac, you might find your wife in the house. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I'm just simply saying there is no telling what God is going to do in the house. So we have something for everyone. The men, we have asked them to be a part of what we're doing, as you can see on Wednesday night. And so we're asking you to come and just lift us up in prayer and just stand with us as we go into the house of the Lord. Come, come. Uh-huh. David said, I was glad when they said unto me. I don't think he said just women. He said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Come on, Mr. Speaker. I'm going to see you in the house. All right, Lady Cooper, what do you have to say about that one? Oh, thank you so much, Dr. Gilmore. Mr. Speaker, I'm so glad Dr. Gilmore covered that part about uh, uh, the men, you know, needing to be a part of that. We call it the Women Convention, but we certainly expect the brethren because we know that the brethren expect us when they have something. But not only that, this is a, a convention for the entire family. You don't want your children to come and get blessed and come home and you lost and don't know what's going on. You don't want your wife to come back in there blessed. She just can't stop talking about the convention and you don't know what's going on. So men, come, 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 come. Because if the children are getting blessed and the wife is getting blessed, you certainly want to be a part of that. It's called the Women Convention, but it's a convention for all. This is a mega mega convention for the entire family. We had a service before called Family Affair. This is all about the family in this convention. And Mr. Speaker, our women's department, not only at the international level, our whole mission, which is made possible, it is for women, children, and families for better homes, better schools, and better churches, and better communities. That is the motto for the women's department of the Church of God in Christ, that we make all things better when it comes to our entire family. And our family embraces uh, the men and the brothers of our house. I'm not sure the other two has anything they want to share on that part, uh, Barrett Wilcox and Sister Kim, uh, Mr. Speaker, but I'm just saying we want to see the men in the house. Yes, I, I do. I want to just say to Mr. Speaker, he know him and I, we go back together with the football games. And you and we know we had good times, Mr. Speaker. <laughs> We'd be up in the excitement and the joy was in the air. So I can't even explain to you the excitement and the joy that's going to be in the air. Just think about you being at a football game and where everybody is there. So at this convention, everybody will be there and you can come and the, and the glory of God will rain down on everyone that's really ready to receive. All right. I'm going to have to put a plug out there for the men. They talking about we need to be there. Some, and then somebody say you might, you might find somebody there. She's taking you back to the scripture that says, he that findeth a wife findeth a good thing and obtaineth favor from the Lord. And I always tell the ladies, are you hid in the right place so she, so you can be found? And so yours might be hidden at the 59th Women's Convention here in Tallahassee, April, starting April the 11th. Oh my goodness. Time is just getting away from us, but it has been a great conversation. Um, for those of you who may not be there, but you want to give something, please check them out online at wfdow.com, wfdow.com. They have giving options, everything from cash app to text to give, give LaFi. So you can uh, just donate, uh, give, but also you can find out how to participate if you're out of town. I'm going to ask this question. What is the outcome for the community? that you want to see from this convention? I will start there. Um, that's such an excellent question, Mr. Speaker. We've been having fun as I shared uh, with uh, my team here and my other staff, as I share with them about coming to Tallahassee. Uh, my other hat that I wear, I am one of the assistant sheriffs at Leon County Sheriff's Office. And so because of what I see in my job every day, I see the shooting, I see the homicide, I see families broken, I see what is going on in our community, our children, our young people. Uh, we right now have an initiative called the Council 
on the uh, status of black men and boys who also director Roy King would be a part of our luncheon. I've asked him to come as well. The outcome and the results that we're looking for are change hearts, a change spirit, and a change mind. And I've said this also to the sheriff. I said, Sheriff, we can we can build larger detention centers. We can use brick and mortar. But until there is a heart transformation, until a spirit is changed, that's when we will see a difference in our community. And so this convention is all about helping what others have already been doing in our community. And I believe that God is ready to move us to a greater dimension in the spiritual warfare that is hovering over our city, that lives will be changed, souls will be saved, homes will come back together. Some broken heart will hear a word that will mend it back and bring them to our Savior, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Those, those are the results that we're looking for. We expect nothing less, but lives will be changed and hearts will be changed and people will turn their heart to the Savior who's the only one who can make a difference in their lives. And I do believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that we will hear people say that my life has been changed and ask that question that we always want to hear, what must I do to be saved? Amen. That's all I got to say to that is amen. And so to my listening audience, please make sure if you're available, April the 11th through the 14th, 2023, be at 665 West Brevard Street, Tallahassee, Florida, 32305. You can find out more information at WFDOW.com because this is going to be a convention like none other, a convention that is going to be life-changing a convention that's going to be phenomenal, a convention that's going to be divine. And you heard it right here on Mr. Speaker Speaks. Dr. Gilmore, I'm going to give you the last word. Is there anything you'd like to say? Mr. Speaker, first, I do thank God for this opportunity to use this platform to talk about our convention. And I do believe that God so strategically ordained you to be a part of what we're doing. I don't think this is by happenstance at all. What a pleasure, what pleasant it has been to be with you, Mr. Speaker, on this platform. You have encouraged our hearts and you've been so, and we've been knowing you for a while, but just to be with you tonight, it really feels like a reunion. And we thank you so much for what you've done for our convention on this night that you've allowed us to use your platform to talk about our 59th women's convention that will be held in Tallahassee, Florida. You, Mr. Speaker, are like none other tonight, and we salute you, we celebrate you, and we're so grateful for what you've done for us on tonight, that God divinely, phenomenally use you on tonight. Thank you so much. We hope to see you all of Tallahassee at our 59th Women's Convention. I promise you this, you will not leave the same way you came in Jesus name. Amen. And to God be the glory. And I'm truly honored that you all were wonderful guests here on Mr. Speaker Speaks. Well, it's about that time for us to wrap it up. We're getting ready to get out of here. Remember, you know, visit me on the internet at vincentedwards.com and join my online community at vincentondemand.com. Dot com so that you can pivot into your purpose with power and precision. You know, I always say life is all about purpose. And the question is, are you living yours? Remember, and all that you do, be magnificent. Until next time, be good, be blessed, but most of all, be a blessing to someone.